Good afternoon, listeners. Welcome to the Living Room Podcast TA. Thanks for being with us here today. And we have a special guest, surprise guest with us. It's not really a surprise since you read the title of this episode, but we're here with Mrs. Carla Thrower, who is the principal of Tacoma Academy. I'm also here with the rest of the podcast crew today. We've got Ayana, Blair, Chaplain Leah, Gabe, Grace, Justice, Justin, Kenna, Carrie, Madeline, Madison, Maya, and Shiloh, along with me, Jaden. Got a packed house today. But before we get into our discussion, let's start with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us all here today. Please help our discussion to be meaningful to everyone listening. In your name, amen. All right. Hi, guys. So I will be giving you um, scripture for today, which is Ecclesiastes 4.11. And it says, also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? All right. And now we just want to give a quick shout out to all you listeners out there. I know we have some new listeners from the Philippines. So that's pretty cool. And guys, we're at 2.9K listeners. Like we're almost at 3K. That's pretty insane. So share this podcast with somebody you know. Let's get these numbers up. I think it's crazy um, that people listen to us. Like other than our school. Like, like, and that's not even like saying that we're not like fun to listen to or anything like that. That's just saying like that's cool that there are people all over the world that are like, hey, these teenagers are awesome. <laughs> these teenagers are great. And so I I think that's amazing. And I like it. Let's keep this going. This is awesome. We're an international podcast. Not just local guys. We're international. Um, I guess right now we can hand the floor over to you, Miss Thrower. And you can take us on a journey of what you're what you're going to talk to us about today. Prior to that, I want to say something first. <laughs> that <laughs> Principal Carla Thrower is a precious gem. You about to get some flowers, Mrs. Thrower. <laughs> you are a precious gem. You are an amazing um, leader, a shepherd. Um, to, to say the least. Um, when I think about a school principal, I've never really thought of somebody like you. I've always thought of someone who is more, um, uh, what do you call it? Not to say that you are not an authoritarian, because you are, you are the authority. Um, but you move and lead and direct and instruct from such a place of humility and strength and wisdom and might, um, that is remarkable. Like, you, you know how you um, might experience someone who might be humble, but they may lack some confidence? Does that make sense? That ain't you. <laughs> that ain't you. <laughs> My fearless leader, you are a woman who is extremely humble. Like I have strong words that I should not use on the podcast about how I feel about you. <laughs> um, because you don't lack confidence. That, that, mm -mm, no, no. 
um, I know exactly who you are in terms mm. of your role. You know, like sometimes you can kind of um, um, meet someone and they say they are the boss. I'm just going to use that word. But they don't behave like it. Right. Mm. It's almost as if they're they're looking for you to make decisions that are rightly responsible for them to make. And so mm. I am impressed by um, your leadership style. You are um, you are uh, a person who I've seen lead from a place like almost kind of like horizontal leadership where mm. you welcome the voices and the opinions, the convictions and the, uh, the values and ethics of your staff. But I know where the decision is coming from. Like, I need y'all to know out there, uh, <laughs> TA Tigers, and the like, and anyone else who is listening, that she bad. <laughs> she bad. <laughs> and um, I want to acknowledge and honor, just as the chaplain of this school, um, I want to acknowledge your leadership and 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 honor you for how you command presence, um, but how you also are extremely. Um, what's the word, uh, authentic, um, that you are not afraid to say, I don't know, um, but you are also not so meek and mild that you are afraid to say, I do know. And so um, I just wanna say thank you for sacrificing some time this week to spend talking about who you are um, maybe some things that we don't know about you, um, where you came from, what <laughs> brought you to this type of work. Um, and also, y'all, we got to give a huge round of applause. Like, Jaden, I want you to throw all the confetti and the fireworks on this part of the podcast because Principal Thrower is the first Black and the first woman principal at Tacoma Academy High School. Yes. Mm. Let's do her. Yes. How about yes. all the Harris moment? Let's check <laughs> all the boxes right there. Okay. Like talk about broken ceiling. Make sure y'all got your boots on because it's glass on the floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so quick question and then I'm I'm gonna shut up. Um we like to ask our guests to share something, uh, like a fun fact that like maybe not too many people know about you. So you got any of those? <laughs> uh, my life is an open book, so it's kind of hard to think of a fun fact. However, I don't know if people know that a passion of mine is crocheting. Like, I love it. You know, when there's nothing else for me to do, which never happens, I kind of just have to make it happen. Um, I like to crochet. So I do that. I make the infinity scarves. 
I've made little outfits for babies and hats and purses and slippers and all that kind of stuff. So that is something that I have enjoyed doing since I was probably still single digits, like seven, eight years old. My grandmother taught me how to crochet. And that is something that brings me joy. Um, another thing that I, I love, love, love doing is collecting dolls and decorating dollhouses. Love it, hands down. Some of you probably knew that. And if you come into my office there at uh, TA, you'll see I have a few dolls there. But my whole life, dolls have been everything and dollhouses. And I have about three of them now that I have fully furnished. Um, but I love, love, love. Those are my passions. I love dolls. Oh, my gosh. I love. I haven't gotten any new ones recently. But, like, I'll just go into my. I, like, I have a treasure chest full of them. And, like, I'm almost, like, running out of space for them. And my mom's like, you got to get rid of some. And I'm like, no, they're my babies. No. No, I can't do it. I was like, I'm going to have these for the rest of my life. And if I have children, I will pass them down to, like, my, like, ah, I love dolls so much. And I'll just go in there. I'll do their hair. I'll put them in different clothing. And I'll just make sure that they're, they look good. And then I'll, I'll move on <laughs> and I'll move on. Um, so question for you, Mr. Actually, you said uh, something that really stood out to me is that you love doing it in your spare time, which you rarely ever have. I, I think that's ironic. You and I have a lot in common. But um, I honestly want to know, how do you, with everything you're doing as a leader, you know, with people you have to manage, managing a whole school, and I'm sure there's other responsibilities you have, how do you prioritize yourself? Because... Uh, you know, being at home in the pandemic, it's not like you can spend time with people and kind of use that as an outlet while you're also working. But how do you find time to prioritize yourself and the things that you want to do that aren't just your job? Because obviously, you know, you love your job, so you want to do it. But the things that you consider, you know, downtime and relaxation. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. It's the hardest thing in the world to try to prioritize my needs because I often feel that my needs really, you know, are propelled from the needs of others. And if I'm not fulfilling their needs, how in the world can I fulfill my own? But when I think about my own wellness and my own sanity and that type of thing, what I try to do is to, at the beginning of each week, what am I going to do this week that is just for me? If it's five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two afternoons, one evening, whatever it is, I try to, you know, set aside some time where I know on Wednesday at 5 p.m. I'm going to finish the infinity scarf that I'm working on. Or on Friday at one o'clock after the staff meeting, I'm just going to go to Target and walk up and down the aisles. <laughs> it's the simple things in life that really, really bring me joy. But I have to schedule those things just like I schedule everything else that I do. I have to schedule for myself because if I'm not careful, I'll overlook myself and I'll overlook the time um, to just 
you know, give to myself. So, Miss Thrower, what did you, did you have any ideas of what you were going to do when you grew up, when you were younger? And did you face any sort of like opposition to that? Thank you, Jaden, for that question. I, when I was in the first grade, I went to a small school called Mispa Seventh-day Adventist School in Gary, Indiana. And in first grade and second grade, I had the same teachers. It was just that small, where two grades, you have the same teacher. And I happened to be in the class every other year with my brother, who is a year younger, yay me, who wants to be in the same class with their sibling. Um, anyway, it was when I was in Miss Campbell's first and second grade class that I knew that I had a passion for working with children. Um, I love the way that she interacted with us and how she loved us and, and how she was just so awesome. Um, there were so many times when I would make the mistake of calling her mom. I said, mom, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. She's my teacher. But because she made me feel just that comfortable, it made me think about what I wanted to do. Now, early on, too, I, I thought that I wanted to be a pediatrician. Now, a few of you know this story because I, I share it a bit when we have our incoming interviews. I say, yeah, I want to be a pediatrician. I'm going to help sick children get well. This is what I want to do. Well, in order to be a doctor, you have to be okay with the sight of blood and illnesses and pain and all that kind of stuff. And I knew right away uh, that would not be my path, but I still wanted to work with children. So here I am now, some just about 30 years later um, from getting my degree in early childhood education and now a principal of a school. Now, would I ever have wanted to be a principal? Absolutely not. I thought I would retire from the classroom and retire from uh, being maybe a first grade or a second grade teacher, but never a principal of a high school. But I can't look back because these are the best days of my life. And I'm just so thankful that God has allowed me this opportunity to work for him in this field and with you guys it's just an awesome experience no two days are the same and i love i absolutely love it and enjoy it so i thank the lord for this career path